I was on the 14th floor yeah, of my apartment and uh, I still remember 25th April 2015, it was 11.50 a.m. And then I saw the walls of my room cracking like this. I had nothing to hold, you know, even when I was sitting on the floor, I was just shaking like this. You know, that moment I felt that this is it, this is how I'm going to die. For this episode, we have a girl who hails from a small town in Bihar where girls are not even allowed to do much. But she was always a rebel and determined to do something extra. From surviving earthquake, heartbreaks to broken bones, she believed in the power of self. And today, she is famous as Desi Girl Traveller with more than 2 lakh subscribers on YouTube. So let's hear the journey of Desi Girl Traveller Priyanka Chandola. I'm Anakshi Srivastava, your host for Inspiring Explorers. Guys, make sure you share this episode with your friends. Please do subscribe, follow, give a 5-star rating and hopefully a review. And also don't forget to come say hi to me on Instagram at the rate myboho.voyage. Now before I start this episode, let me inform you that we recorded this interview during the COVID-19 lockdown and hence the recording was done remotely. We were both sitting in our houses and recorded it online. So please don't mind the background noises and I hope you still enjoy it. So let me welcome our guest for today, a travel vlogger and YouTuber, our favorite Desi girl traveler, Priyanka Chandola. Thank you so much for coming, Priyanka. Welcome to Inspiring Explorers. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, so firstly, I saw your YouTube channel and I saw your okay. question and answers. So I would like to, you know, begin with uh, mm-hmm. to know about your journey from your childhood to ending up in Nepal. Okay, so I'll start with uh, saying about my hometown. So I come from a very small village in Bihar. And uh, I like to put it this way because it gives me a sense of achievement that, uh, you know, uh, I come from a place where girls are not even allowed to step out of the house. Okay. Mm -hmm. And for me to today becoming from coming from that background to this place where I travel solo, I'm a solo female traveler it itself feels like a big long journey for me so uh, yeah so my hometown is the place where uh, not girls are not really allowed to go out and with my like you know constantly since my childhood days i have struggled so much in a way that you know even for my basic education i had to fight so much against everything and somehow i managed to step out of my house not that my parents were like not allowing me or something but you know when you are like surrounded by society that has certain norms and all you're bound to follow and uh, back then even I was not this courageous so what you see now me as like very courageous person that's what people call me it has not come like overnight I have really gone through so much and worked so hard to be able to be like this so I completed that like I stepped out of my house then I pursued my education and also I keep telling this to people, you know, that uh, uh, from the background I come from, everybody, like, when I did my 12th, they were like, you know, you know, because and I was totally against this, you know, not because, I mean, back then I was not even mature enough to understand, should I get married or not, should I not get married? Sure. But I always had this desire to do something big, always hmm. had this desire to, you know, uh, dream big for myself and to do everything that people said that is wrong and definitely what didn't feel wrong to me mm-hmm. so I was like every time pushing myself a little bit I didn't know back then like I'm talking from my 12th standard 
I must be 15, 16 maybe. <laughs> Still mm. like a teenager. I didn't know what is that I want to do in my life. But I always saw myself as a very empowered and very, uh, uh, what do you say, confident and uh, fearless sort of girl. Okay. I always saw that in me. And I'm, I really don't know what life is going to throw at me. I didn't have a career plan also. For me, that moment, my only agenda or the plan was to just go out of my house because I was like, you know, I'm, I feel too suffocated and everybody's telling me, don't do this, don't do that. So my only dream or ambition back then was to just do anything and, you know, just go out of And uh, so that's what I did. I didn't have any plan to become an IT engineer, which I did in the end. <laughs> so I had never thought of enrolling for engineering and all. I wanted to pursue my career in uh, I wanted to be a pilot, to be honest, but I never saw any guidance from anybody. And I come from a totally like a business background family. Not many people in my family have jobs and all. So I always saw them doing everything on their own. And today I realize now that I also run my own channel, I understand from where it has come in me. So, you know, uh, after 12th, uh, I did my 12th from Patna. And then my only thing was that I wanted to get out of this place. So I enrolled for my uh, engineering in Bangalore, not something like I'm very proud of in the way that, you know, I'm very proud of the degree I took, but not like, you know, I did not give too much of any sort of competition exam or something. I somehow managed to get an admission. And when I stepped in the college, I have always been like very disciplined kid. I am very studious, nerdy sort of. So I definitely did my best even in education. Although I didn't want to be an engineer, but now that I had taken it and now that I got my freedom, I was like, let me give my 100% to it. So I did my BTEC and you, you, I used to be like, you know, good in uh, like a topper sort of person. But deep within, I was like, something was missing. You know, I was still not uh, what you say, complete. And in that age, no one is actually feeling complete. You just want to get your graduation done and you feel that you will have a job and everything will be sorted after that. So for your first four years of engineering initially I used to be a very quiet student in the class although I was sitting on the first bench always quiet but slowly like by reaching uh, third semester fourth semester and by the end of the engineering I was like a totally outgoing person everybody was knowing me who this girl is <laughs> and with some bad sort of so yeah after doing my BTEC I got a placement in uh, Satyam Computers, the IT company. At that time, it was a big, one of the big short companies in 2007. So mm -hmm. I got placed. I had an off-campus placement. And uh, when I took the job, obviously, it was the first job of my career. And, you know, that happiness of getting your first salary in, ha in mm -hmm. hand. It's like so beautiful feeling that was. So I was pursuing my then, I was a programmer, not exactly a programmer, but yeah, as a fresher, I joined and I was learning everything that was thrown at me by my bosses and trainers and all. Mm. So, but I never found myself being too interested in it. Okay. I was like, I don't want to do this, but still I'm doing it because I thought never in my life I can do anything else. You know, I just also like, I was thinking that because I studied engineering, this is my career now. Okay. I never thought beyond it. And two and a half years I worked there and the company went through a biggest like scandal and all everything. They laid off so many employees, more than 10, 12,000. Mm -hmm. And I was also one among those employees. And, you know, for a young person who have struggled so much for the education, okay, 
so that she could get a job for herself and then she gets the job and she's laid off not because mm-hmm. she had some problem in her work because the company is going through loss okay mm-hmm. so i got laid off and i never had this confidence of doing anything else i was like this is it my career is over now i don't think so i can get placed in another company and at the same time i had this constant pressure ki ghar wale shaadi karwa denge fir so again i i will get into that i was be 22 23 back then but uh, then i got a like i was unemployed for good 7 uh, 8 months after that company and that uh, then i got an opportunity to go to nepal and there i worked with nepal tourism board i worked with an indian tabloid magazine uh, it's called travel news digest and uh, i was working with nepal tourism board and eventually that gave me a project in unicef so i was working for a project for unicef uh-huh. under another ngo so that was my journey and when i went to nepal i started traveling as in nepal itself is so beautiful like wahan pe mujhe ja ke pata chala ki mountains se jo mera pyar hai like how exactly i felt in the mountains so there i came to realize that you know in for traveling also i love mountains more so living uh-huh. in nepal i lived there for 6 years almost almost 6 years so you know due to my job also and since i had friends and all i started seeing the world from a different perspective so till my journey like till 2009 when till the time i was in india i was too much into jobs and you know making money being so fancy fancy fashionable and everything but the moment i went to nepal i saw people struggling so much for basic things you know in a way it gave me a sense of lesson also that you know what you take so much for granted there are people out there who do not have these basic facilities so mm. living there struggling a little and then you know traveling and all to different places i came to realize that traveling is my calling and still i never thought back then that one day i'm going to have a youtube channel or something so but uh, yeah i was doing the job and i was traveling also little to the mountains area outskirts of kathmandu and some village tourism also i did mm. and 2015 an earthquake came and you know i literally lost everything whatever i had earned in those 6 years in nepal and uh, i somehow managed to survive that and it still gives me goosebumps like how did i survive that so after 2015 earthquake i came back to india and then i got another job in a production house and that's how my journey to youtube started um so please explain in your own words mm-hmm. the things that you felt the emotions that came to your head and mind when the earthquake happened in nepal what was it like okay so i feel that you know all the studious kids they have this habit of making future plans and having everything on paper you know that's how we like it and like everybody else even i was like that you know after this year i'm going to do this after this year i'm going to do this if something happens like this i will do something that so i always used to see people will have plan b but i have plan c d e everything ready with me you know before i do anything so mm-hmm. i had the entire thing like life was going good i was like you know this is what i want to do pursue a career here in ingu as a digital marketer and as a content writer whatever i was doing but deep within i always had this desire of coming back to india you know and pursuing something here but i didn't know what till that moment i didn't know what i'm going to do with my life so when the earthquake happened i was on the 14th floor yeah, of my apartment and uh, i still remember 25th april 2015 it was 11:50 am 
and i wasn't well it was a saturday so i wasn't well since friday i had taken off from my work so my maid was there at home and i asked her could you just prepare something for me to apply on my face because i was not liking the way i was looking it was saturday and i was sick so she got me some aloe vera gel and she went down i took that gel went to the bathroom and i was seeing myself in the mirror and i put the aloe vera gel on my face and my hands it came like this you know i hmm. saw my hands being pushed upward oh. i was like maybe i am hallucinating because my, i was feverish Yeah. but then second jhatka happened and i actually saw myself like totally going left and right and then i realized it was an earthquake and it was so intense i wish i could just uh, you know explain how scary it was <laughs> so i tried to come out of the bathroom and thought that maybe i can hold something and sit somewhere maybe you know yes. and then i can save myself and all our lives we have been taught that whenever there is an earthquake you have to slide inside the furniture kahin bhi andar ghus ke baith jao you'll be safe but in my house but there was not a tin floor <laughs> yeah and moreover i didn't have any furniture that sort of jiske andar mein baith sakti you know acha i had low bed low table and everything and then i saw the walls of my room cracking like this okay and by that time i think it had been 20 to 30 seconds and i had been listening to so many noise like people crying shouting and you know things falling i still remember wo bartan ki awaze and everything that fell even in my house and i literally sat on the floor i had nothing to hold you know even when i was sitting on the floor i was just shaking like this and when i saw the walls uh cracking, cracking like that i was like this is it my life is going to be over now and that moment it still gives me goosebumps whenever i tell this story <laughs> you know that moment i felt that this is it this is how i'm going to die i mean all the things that i had planned although i didn't had anything so much planned this is what i want to do but i always wanted to make it big for myself mm. and i was like okay this is it i'm going to die now i don't have any other moment or like day to live and uh, yeah the shake was so intense and all of a sudden i don't know what happened to me i somehow i felt there is someone telling in my ears you know priyanka get up you can still save your life and when you can imagine the intensity of it it was 14th floor of the apartment and it was such a massive earthquake so you can understand that and what i did i closed my eyes and i was literally praying to sai baba that today if i remain alive i am going to do something big in my life i don't know what is it is going to be i really don't know but something better than what i already have now and i had this big quilt on my bed and you know one thing i am really proud of even in such panicky situation and my mind still works okay so although the whole thing was shaking everything had fallen down on my head beside me my furniture bookshelf and everything i still got an idea that you know maybe the quilt i have on the bed i took that quilt put it on my head okay and i somehow managed to come out of the house it was like almost the door had become slanted like this i somehow managed to come out and uh, you know from 14th floor i started coming down like one step at a time it was such a scary thing everything oh was God. falling on my head i was like it's okay if i have to die like this i will die but if today i remain alive that there's something big i'm going to do with my life and then i came down and i saw so many people outside the apartment and building was almost on the verge of collapsing and uh, that was a scary experience and from there i came back to india and this earthquake thing is still in my heart 
see people say that you know you should remove all the bad memories from your mind obviously it was a very bad memory but i feel it was for me a life changing moment you know i whenever since then whenever i'm scared about something or anything that troubles me or bugs me i always remind myself of those moments i'm like this is the life you have got it's like a rebirth okay and you have to appreciate whatever you have and you know the promises i had made to myself in those moments of earthquake i'm still fulfilling it one day at a time yeah definitely <laughs> we felt it till dehradun matlab i was in dehradun at that time okay uh, when the earthquake happened mm-hmm. so i can not imagine the amount it would have been in you know nepal it was so. i still feel that shake in my head I mean, I still do. I still mm-hmm. do. I still have the trauma of that. And every time in Delhi and CR, when there is a slight earthquake, also my body goes on auto mode. You know, I start running. It yeah. has like it's my mind has taken it that way. The moment it starts shaking, you have to run. You know, so any shake happens unknowingly. I feel that my body goes in auto mode, and I start <laughs> running. I don't know where, but I start. So from Nepal, you came here, and then you started your YouTube channel. No. I came here and that was another uh, struggle I had I came in a very traumatized condition and again coming I had already come back to India to Delhi and I didn't know what to do and somehow I managed to got a job and I also did my MBA in Nepal in marketing so when I came here a friend of mine helped me got a job at the production house as a marketing manager so I joined the production house and on my first day I still remember after my work i was going back home to my pg mm. and the auto i had taken you know the auto dr- driver was drunk and oh. he banged the auto on a car standing still on the road and i had the road accident it oh was so intense so intense that my leg got fractured like brutally fractured my knee patella got cracked in like five parts and i still remember even that moment it was night time like very late evening and I I came back from earthquake surviving that I thought that now I've got a job and my life is going to get better now first day of the job and I am at the hospital bed I cannot walk <laughs> and I remember when I reached the hospital the police had taken me there the ambulance and also you know uh, when I was lying down on the hospital bed there was no doctor back then on the in the hospital there were interns and all and i was crying i was so devastated and they were like ma'am why are you crying you will be fine and i said it's not the pain i'm not crying because of the pain i feel in my leg is the frustration of everything it just like 15 days back i survived this earthquake came back to india like it's so much of difficulty i only know how i managed to come back to india and again when i thought that everything is going to get better first day of my job and i have like broken my leg so brutally the doctor says that i may not be able to walk again properly you know mm-hmm. and the next day when the doctor came i told him that how much time will it take for the recovery and he said like 4 to 5 months and but yeah he st- and i had a history of like my leg was broken once before also so it was the second accident to my leg on the same leg same leg and uh, doctor said that you may not be able to jump or hike or do any sort of trek and all you can do normal walking once we do your physiotherapy and all after 2 3 months that hit me so hard <laughs> because i'm working at a production house where we make documentaries and all we do go out for shoot and all and again i'm bedridden i cannot walk 
so it was again devastating so you know all the incidents in my life whatever has happened till now whatever have happened i have always like you know uh, told myself that things will get better and every time something worst happens remember that something good is coming your way that has been my mantra for life always anything anything wrong has happened to me ever i always tell to myself you know priyanka it's okay next day you're going to be fine something better is coming up and i make a fun also of it ki kal ko when i have something to write or i have to share my story with people i will say main to ye bhi seh liya maine ye bhi jhel liya maine ye bhi dekh liya maine it's like a checklist you know yes that's how i keep myself very excited and yeah the job i got and after four years i was okay i was working and uh, there i saw in the production house like how documentaries are being made how it's being shot and all because before that i was a content writer i was uh, doing digital marketing and also the theory language theory knowledge i had but i didn't know how it is done practically so although i was the marketing manager my uh, interest was more into production now you know i could see i could sit with the editor whole day i could just stare at the screen and see how videos are being made it was mm. so like fascinating for me and slowly i asked my boss also that if i can try doing this as well and he was such a good man he was like you know do whatever you feel like doing and i still remember in 2017 i was discussing with him that you know do you think that i should start a youtube channel and before that i had gone for a youtube meet in bangalore and i saw these young youtubers all those youtubers who are big shot now so 2016 mm. i had met a lot of them sejal kumar then there was this uh, nazar bhattu productions and qrt all these people so like you know if they can do it i can also do it but the biggest challenge was with all the things that had happened i wasn't this confident okay i was okay with the way i looked i was like it's okay i have good screen appearance maybe i can do well but my voice i hated my voice like anything i thought that you know i have a very uh, typical way of talking a very funny way and also it's because people around me they made fun of my voice quite a lot i was bullied so much because of that so it was always like a question for me you know who will listen to my voice if i would be able to do it or not and uh, it took me like more than a year to you know from conceiving the idea of starting a youtube channel to actually execute it took me more than a year but it happened and in 2017 uh, november i asked my boss that you know maybe you can give me two months of leave you know mm. i i don't pursue youtube things don't work in two months if i don't enjoy it i'll come back and he happily agreed so in 2017 december out of 30 days i did 25 shoots wow without uploading one single video on youtube i was back to back editing and for the person i am like i say that i plan a lot i have plan a b c d e so my idea was i have taken two months break so one month i'll shoot second month i'll give this these videos to somebody who can edit and at the same time i can work i can continue with my job because i needed money even for my survival yes so that same thing i did january i hired one editor who was editing my videos one month he edited and i was just uploading i was being so regular because i had so much of content already <laughs> ready with me So January to uh, 2018, second January, I started my YouTube channel, and 21st February is my birthday. I remember, I still remember making one video on my birthday, and I already had 10,000 subscribers. I don't know how it happened, but wow. people loved my videos, initial videos, and I started getting comments more like, "We love your voice. We love the way you host your show. It doesn't look like a regular vlog. It looks like some TV shows." 
and that gave me a confidence like very different level of confidence and here i was all my life i felt that my voice is so weird and people will not like it and the thing i was most doubtful about that thing gave me the biggest confidence and that is till now now I, it's like i become so i have become so comfortable in my own skin i feel whatever i say is going to be good because i brought myself in that position now i think a lot before i speak So yeah, that's my YouTube journey, and that's how my channel started. Wonderful. I would like to ask one little thing: the details mm-hmm. of uh, when you came from Nepal to India. Mm-hmm. How did you manage to come back? You said it's, when the earthquake happened, mm-hmm. everything would have been, you know, in shatters in front of you. Mm-hmm. So coming yeah, yeah. out, yeah. So coming out of that, and then making your way to India. How was that? you know it i was there for 3 days so 25th earthquake had happened and uh, 28th i was landed in india and 3 days i think more than 127 aftershocks of the earthquake and those 3 days we didn't have anything i i i went to my friend's house after coming down from that building my friend was living nearby and she had a bungalow so and th- she was the only person i was so close to and at that point i just wanted to just hug her you know i was so devastated and all so i went to her house but even her her house everything was shattered we didn't had food to eat there was no light it was raining and it was cold like nature's disaster at its best and most that night i had seen so three days but yeah a friend like so many friends of mine one friend from usa two friends from india they all booked my ticket they were like you know you just have to come out and you know i still remember there was not phone ka signal to it was not there but when i went to my friend's house her internet was still working the wifi and mm-hmm. she had this inverter so i had little bit of power backup and internet and this morning only i was checking my facebook status of that day so i had written my address on the facebook wall mm-hmm. to me- tell people that here i am if someone has to look for me they can look for me here and my friend they rescued me from there and i came back to india in the flight and with so many other people and that's how i came but it was an experience scary experience i don't know <laughs> definitely it was like without food water electricity and you know rains and everything like such a panic situation everybody is saying and another earthquake will come when you are in panic when you are scared anything will just make you even more scared like just just look at the scenario these days corona you know everybody yeah. covid 19 been talking any sort of thing even simple sneezing that we did like countless times two months before mm-hmm. we never bother about those but now you know even simple sneeze is actually making us so worried so that's what happens when you are scared and even small thing happens you are like so much in panic so same with me even i was in too much panic but now i recall and i feel so great about it that i'm so glad that all this happened to me otherwise i don't think so i would be pursuing this career what i have now much like on path and that's why i say that ke life mein jab bhi bahut bura hota hai Uh, you will not believe uh, maybe it sound too cliche also but i always pray to god ki mujhe aisa nahi hai mujhe problems mat do i always say give me as much as you want but i want the strength to deal with it because these problems what i go through any sort of unexpected things it only makes me stronger day by day and life is all about experiences i do not want to be in the comfort 
all the time. In fact, I never want to be in comfort. I'm one of those restless people who always want to do something one or the other. So yeah, I I really admire whatever the struggles I have gone through, appreciate it, and I feel myself very fortunate of all this thing happen. Like right now also because I had this earthquake experience, you have so quietly listening to me, and I'm able to tell you something that you have not experienced. That's what you should not experience also. But nice. I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely, but that is also an experience, and to survive it, you know, and yeah. with the brave heart that you have, and the gypsy boho spirits that you have in yourself, you know, that fire that you always had since your childhood. So this experience was actually a you survived also. So it's like a bonus in a way. I'm not saying it yeah. should happen, but yeah, it's kind of a bonus. Now you got to experience all of that, and you survived, and now you can say, see, I'm the hero. <laughs> I did this also. It's like a checklist. <laughs> टेयर and second time my entire knee itself is gone the joint of your leg and oh doctor told me i won't be able to like jump or do any sort of activity but today i'm totally fine obviously it's there in my head like if you ask me to jump without seeing my feet i won't be able to because i'm conscious i, I want to see how where i'm landing it has happened after the accident but then look at my videos i'm still hiking i'm doing treks if everything was normal i would have been in anpurna base camp anpurna or even everest base camp अभी बट नहीं अब नहीं हो पाया बट दस हाउ आई एम आई जस्ट डोंट लाइक गिविंग अप आई जस्ट डोंट आई एम लाइक यू नो इट्स अ चैलेंज आई विल फेस इट यस या एंड कमिंग टू दैट नॉट गिविंग अप स्पिरिट यू वर इन अ ऑर्थोडॉक्स एंड कंजर्वेटिव सोसाइटी बैक एट होम सो हाउ डिड यू नॉट गिव अप ऑन योरसेल्फ एंड योर ड्रीम्स हाउ डिड यू मैनेज टू यू नो मेक इट थ्रू आई थिंक द स्टबर्न चाइल्ड इन मी was never ready to give up and i said i told you i never had a plan as in now i have plan a b c d and all but back then i never had a plan to do that this is what like if you ask kids i want to be a doctor i want to be an officer i want to be an engineer i never said all of these mm-hmm. i knew only one thing that i have to be independent i have to be fearless and you know i want to do something that i should be very proud of later in my life this is all i had in my mind so every time there was a struggle there was a challenge i always reminded myself will this thing lead me to feel happy or will it lead me to you know be satisfied about the whole thing what i'm doing and that has worked like a fuel to me so yeah yeah wonderful so how do you have lived in nepal for 6 years yeah. which is a yeah. uh, you know dream travel destination for many of us so yeah. in a way experiencing the mountains the actual mountains the himalayas you lived there for 6 years how was that experience the day to day life and you know the challenges you faced or the you know amazing awesomeness you faced i was not exactly like in the i was living in kathmandu so it's a still a city but yeah obviously it's surrounded by mountains and mm. uh i'll tell you before that i lived in india in all the metro cities if you have to pay the electricity bill you don't have to stand in the long queue you have mm. your app for every that back then the apps were not there i think but online payments and all everything was working 
there in nepal those things were not there there i understood the basics of life you know when you have to travel you here we have such like easily available cabs and all there it's not there and the commute is so expensive that you really have to work for it so it's not easy to take a taxi there and also all these struggles i saw there in nepal of basic things even education and one thing one thing i like loved about the people in nepal it's like you know i in my words no offense to anybody but i whatever i had experience i'll say so in india till the time i was here it was like you know there is a company i have to study i have to go through the placement i will get a job life is sorted mm. but there the job opportunities are so little there are no like big companies or anything people every single person there they work so hard you will see so many businessmen there the only reason is that because there are no jobs there are job creators there you know mm. they they create job even when i was doing my mba and all everybody was thinking what they can do next not that which company they are going to get placed but their main focus was what new they can start so that they can mm. they can become an employer so that's something i uh, enjoyed seeing in people there that inspired me that so much of struggle they go through and everybody is working and nepalese people they are also the most uh, chill out people sham ke saath bajne ke baad unko kuch fark nahi padta what they have in their life so many things like a key things to work hard to give time to the family to feel happy with whatever you have these are the things i learned there being with people in nepal and surrounding with it and i think mountains have this tendency to calm you down no matter how stressed out you are how frustrated or angry you are it just calms you down so in a way yeah that's what i learned there uh, they don't have to think about the mainstream things that we think yeah. about daily like yeah. here we have so many options if this does not work you can go for another job if second job does not work you can go for third job but there the, there are not so many companies so everyone tries to become the employer ki ye karna and you know there is a difference when you work for someone else and when you have your own thing to do the amount of effort you put in it differs i have worked although i was a very sincere employee for whosoever i have worked so far but the amount of effort dedication and hard work i put in my own work now is way beyond that what i had put earlier in my jobs yeah that happens khud ke kaam ke liye zyada mehnat lag jati hai because then you do not have anybody to tell you no this is right this is wrong you are your own critic you when you do good you pat your on your own back i was like you did a good job and when you are not doing good you get frustrated on your own So there are so many things you have to go through when you are working for your own and this in nepal i learned that i think business wala idea uh came in nepal only like i wanted to do something i didn't want to work for someone else because i did not see very good job opportunities there mm-hmm. so did you visit nepal again nepal okay. i had been earlier also but last year also i went just to yeah so i went to nepal last year to come out of the trauma i had you know of the earthquake yeah. because after 2015 i had not gone there so mm. last year i was like let me come out of that phobia it was giving me so much of anxiety but you know i was fine till the moment i was in the flight but the moment i landed at kathmandu airport again my head i could recall the whole thing and i had my severe anxiety this <laughs> <laughs> time <clears throat> but yeah it was a pleasant experience and i'm really every time i want to go back to nepal to experience also for a reason that 6 years i was in nepal i was, I was not vlogging now that mm. i'm vlogging i want to show people like how beautiful 
Nepal is. True. So how was everything there and how is the Pashupatinath temple? I always wanted to visit it and I was really sad by the earthquake news. Temple has not been like destroyed too much. It's still there, but Darbar squares, the Darbar of kings, you know, those, and like I said, I to die for culture. For me, exactly. it was such a heartbreaking thing to see all that. Pehle log keh sakte the ki ye ra- दरबार हुआ करता था बट नाउ आफ्टर यहाँ पे दरबार हुआ करता था वो टूट गया वापस से बनाया गया उसको सो अबाउट दूट एक्सपीरियंस इन मलेशिया it was i was working and my audience were watching my content my viewers but a third person actually recognized my effort so when you get an award it's just not about your presence in the video it's about the whole thing at least in that criteria it was there your technical aspect of your content how like better you are at uh, what is the hosting the show vlogging yeah. how basics in a very easily you can communicate to people so all these things they had measured and that's how i got both the awards in the youtube category and i every day i mean that day i was reminding myself again of the journey i have come through i started from zero and yeah. then today i have this award in my hand it was a beautiful feeling mm. when everybody was deciding on the dress code i was very fixated in my head that i'm going to wear a sari first of all it's desi girl so i stand for my brand second i am going to represent india yeah and uh, to talk about the experiences like uh, you went there for the award function you met people you had food yeah. and mm-hmm. you met uh, other vloggers and youtubers also so how yeah. was that experience related to food people and culture so how yeah. was malaysia so for me to travel at any of the place i look more for the history and the culture and people my favorite ones are people of any place i am like you know so much into having a conversation with the locals wherever i go to understand and mujhe bahut maza aata hai logon ko observe karne mein unse kuch seekhne mein you know so much that even when i used to travel in delhi metro main sabke chehre dekhti thi and i was like har kisi ke dimag mein kitni sari cheeze chal rahi hongi na so it's so interesting for me and i love that so even in malaysia when i went although i didn't get much chance to communicate with too many local people but i had my guide there and you know uh, he was telling me about the culture there what they do how it is so it was a good experience my do i love exploring the culture and food फूड में मैं मतलब खाना पसंद नहीं है लेकिन जैसे इंडोनेशिया गए थे तो सरप्राइज मिल गया था हमें खाने में जो लाइक नॉन वेजिटेरियंस आल्सो कुड नॉट ईट द नॉन वेजिटेरियन फूड देयर या इवन इन मलेशिया आई कांट आई कुड नॉट आई लव ईटिंग चिकन बट आई एम अ बोरिंग पर्सन व्हेन इट कम्स टू फूड बट या आई आल्सो हैड स्ट्रगल सो मच व्हेन आई वेंट टू मलेशिया इवन द एग्स आई कुड नॉट ईट देयर इट वाज स्मेलिंग सो बैड स्टिंकिंग एंड आई वाज लाइक आई कैन नॉट ईट इट So I literally survived on bread and butter five days in Malaysia. I could not eat anything else. <laughs> and you know, one one tip I'll give you: I yeah. always do things whenever I travel, wherever I go. I always have my few protein bars and cup noodles. I do not eat noodles too much, but whenever I travel, I have these two things in my bag. So it doesn't matter if the place is good or not, if I'm getting food or not. 
I will have my cup noodles. I'll have my dry fruits, my energy bar, and I'll survive. So mm-hmm. even in Malaysia, I did that. Though I did not carry the noodles, but I had my protein bars with me. <laughs> I don't care if I'm going to a very big city or I'm going to some off-beat location. I always have my food with my bag. <laughs> and that must have been, you know, bonus for you when you were in Malaysia. It was. Oh my God, I cannot like explain enough how it was, how it helped me. <laughs> okay so you said in uh, you had your cab driver who was a local so what was that one interesting fact that you would like to share that he shared with you about malaysia and its people oh uh, yeah i have i have when i was uh, doing this uh, hiking in malaysia kota kinabalu i had three guides with me okay one main guide and two were like one lady and the uh, other was a guy Three of us were walking together. The main guide were like before us, and uh, you know, and we three were together. And these guys, they were asking me, "You're from India, Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra, you know?" And I said, "No, there are so many Priyankas there." And they were like, "You know, kuch kuch hota hai, kuch kuch hota hai." They remember kuch kuch hota hai movie, and the lady guide, she had watched that movie for more than thirty, forty times. and although she was not able to communicate well what she was telling me but i could totally figure out she was telling that you know me and my mom both of us watched that movie and we will cry we will smile kuch kuch hota hai sharud khan and so that is again like bolte hai na bahar ja ke aap apne desh ke bare mein kuch sunte ho to kitna acha lagta hai and i think for us till that time we were not comfortable with each other and the moment they said this कुछ कुछ होता है नॉल सडनली वी ऑल वेर सो फ्रेंडली इट गिव अस अ कनेक्शन यू नो दैट ओके ना हियर इट विल गिव अस अ थिंग टू बॉन्ड ऑन या सो दैट्स लाइक अ वेरी फॉन्ड मेमोरी ऑफ एंड अबाउट पीपल ऑफ मलेशिया दैट लेडी एंड द गाय बोथ द गाइड्स टोल्ड मी दैट यू नो पीपल देयर इन मलेशिया दे वॉच बॉलीवुड मूवीज अ लॉट एंड दे आर बिग फैन ऑफ शाहरुख खान एंड प्रियंका चोपड़ा या Okay, so you also went to Bhutan, and you have covered plenty uh, places in India also. So mm-hmm. tell us uh, the experiences that you had, not the sightseeing, not the other things that you have mentioned in your vlog. Something that you have not mentioned. Not mentioned about. I will give you for two places. Okay, first okay. a pleasant one, second unpleasant one. So the pleasant one was in Spiti, and. Uh, i have this habit you know wherever i go i'll take one local guide with me guide as in not guide guide but for the sake of like interaction and you come to know about the place so kabhi bhi main kahin bhi jati hu so meri sabse achhi dosti hoti hai cab driver se kyunki unko sab pata hota hai and even spiti jo mera vehicle ka driver tha champa bhaiya i remember when i went to chandrataal lake so there were many other people also who had traveled in the same vehicle so they had gone for trek and all and because I was. I'm a vlogger, you know. For me to be at one place, it takes me like at least one hour to take one place ka shot. If I have to just travel, so that I can just go here, there, and travel. But then when you're shooting, you take too much time. So I decided I'll not rather choose to hike and I'll sit with him. It was my last day of the trip, and uh, Chamba Bhaiya was sitting, and he just said that, "Ki how lucky you are." And I said, "Like why? What makes you say that?" He said that. you are lucky you are being a girl you have been traveling your parents don't say anything and uh, here in the, he was not calling it spiti he was like sapiti sapiti you like sapiti mein aurton ko ghar se bahar bhi nahi nikalne milta pure saal mein ek bar government ke kharche pe pure life mein 
उनको एक बार लद्दाख जाने का मौका मिलता है एंड एक पिक्चर लेते हैं और दीवार पे वो एक पिक्चर लगा के पूरी जिंदगी बिताते हैं उससे खुश होके सो इट वॉज लाइक सच अ डीप थिंग ही टोल्ड मी लाइक we have this habit of getting everything and still craving all the time i want more i want more any like just few words he said such a big thing that just wo ek picture ke sath puri life wo bita deti hai without complaining so it actually gave me a sense of gratefulness like i have to be grateful for whatever i have been able to achieve so mm. that was my one experience of good the pleasant one mm. uh, learning i'll say and uh, also one more i have to so in spiti only kaza one morning i woke up and other people they were still sleeping in their camps and it was i think third or fourth day of me being in spiti it was cold very cold and uh, i wake up very early i'm an early riser to main subah uthi sare camp bilkul shant hai koi nahi hai and i took out my camera and i like let me go for a walk okay and wahan pe paas mein ek khet tha खेत में आई सॉ फ्यू पीपल वर्किंग आई वेंट स्ट्रेट टू देम इट टुक मी लाइक टेन ट्वेल्व मिनट्स टेन फिफ्टीन मिनट्स टू डू द होल हाइकिंग एंड आई वेंट देर एंड आई सॉ देम लाइक चॉपिंग ऑफ द थिंग एंड आई आज देम क्या कर रहे हो आप तो कह रहे सत्तू बना रहे हैं लाइक आई डोंट नो वॉट इट वॉज फॉर दिस धान या आई डोंट नो वॉट ग्रेन दैट वॉज ग्रेन दैट वॉज सो यू नो स्पीकिंग विद देम दे आई वॉज I I asked him, can I just try it? He said, you won't be able to do it. I said, I can. Let me just try. And I did it with them. You know, I was also chopping off that stuff there. And the wow. lady asked me, how come you know it? I said, I don't know it. I saw you doing it, and I tried the same thing. You know. And then I was just sitting with them and having a conversation. And the lady asked me, how come you are here? आपको डर नहीं लगता अकेले? I said, नहीं अकेले तो डर नहीं लगता. लेकिन वहाँ तो वैसे भी मैं अकेले थी नहीं. So we were just talking and. she was saying that this is all we eat throughout the year pehle ugate hain aur bechte hain bechne se jo paisa aata hai aur baad mein jo bach jata hai usko hum khate hain so in a way she was saying that this is their survival for the entire year so wo conversation was a sort of nice thing and the unpleasant one was in chatisgarh when i went there anybody like anyone are so scared of going to chatisgarh Even when I got an opportunity, I was first skeptical if I should be going or not. But then I took the courage to go, and uh, I remember I went to a tribal market. Okay, That's some right. sort of heart bazaar it was that used to take place only one particular day. I think it was Wednesday, mm. and uh, I had my camera in hand. And first of all, you get to hear so many unpleasant things about tribal areas, and you know, Chhattisgarh. so it was like i was not very happy about the overall thing in my head i was scared to be honest and when i went there i saw these tribal people and they were making like local booze and having it i was mm. shooting i was framing the camera like this i was taking a pan shot and i could feel somebody with a knife or something poking on my back and i was alone like my guide was somewhere else and the co travelers they were somewhere else i was all alone and i was shooting and i got seriously scared that what is and there were tribes they they know what i was doing obviously i was not doing anything wrong i had mm. the permission to shoot but they could not understand so you know they started like howling at me i was not understanding anything what they are saying and i was scared i was like what if they stab the knife in me what will happen <laughs> <laughs> i 
right but then they were saying something and i was trying to make them understand you know i was showing them the camera and footages that this is what i'm doing and trying to smile and give charming uh-huh. face when you are scared you know that something <laughs> wrong is going to happen you still try to be charming mm-hmm. and that's what i was doing but then my guide came and then he explained to the tribes that whatever i was doing and then they left me but just like 10 15 minutes before that i was surrounded by these tribes and i was so scared i didn't know what was happening to me scary experience that was but, okay. but i'm sure they also didn't do it on purpose they must be scared of like uh-huh. you know, what i was doing there like what is she recording in the camera uh-huh. and maybe for good there you know to nahi pata late aata to main bhi swargiya ho chuki hoti to wahan pe feel that was scary okay so what message would you like to give to our listeners i can only say that don't give up don't give up you know uh, even if people tell you that you won't be able to do something because of the place you come from because of the way you look because of the way you talk or because of the way you appear in public don't listen to them don't give up you know till the time you are confident about yourself you can do it i can totally say that because you know in my life i have experienced that people who tell you you can't do it they themselves are the losers you know you will never see a successful person or person who has who always believes in doing hard work saying that ye mat karo ye nahi hoga tumse they never talk like this you know they always respect they value what hard work and dedication can pay off and only the people who have, have never done anything their own life will give you this sort of lecture and talk so don't give up and dream dream it does not matter it's a small thing or big thing if it something if it is something that you want to do it is a big thing for you you know so just doesn't matter if it's a small thing or a big thing just don't give up and live for yourself live for yourself though when you are pleasant too much in your own being everything will appear so pleasant to you i say this thing proudly that yeah. god gives trouble to people who he feels that has the courage to go through it you know not Definitely. everybody can go and be courageous all the time mm. it's not that i have never felt like giving up i have also felt like but then again i remind myself that what is beyond this mm. and there has to be reason for everything that has happened and why did you even start it so remember yeah. those things and that's what gives me uh, courage the encouragement to go to my next step you know yeah. i i also believe in one thing when you decide on doing something no see for everything first thing is that you have to decide you have to do second thing you have to be sure that you are going to dedicate your entire thing to that third is no kamchori in doing the hard work so when you have all these three things placed the fourth thing the work becomes easier you know you start with one step and you get your second step then third then fourth so i think the important thing is to get started that's where most of the people they get stuck Yeah. Once you start, and once you know that, they'll say if you have given your hundred percent, you are going to get your next thing. Definitely. And I always believe, and whenever I don't, I feel that you know this thing has not worked properly. I ask myself, has have I given my hundred percent to it? Can mm. I do it in a better way? If the answer is yes, then I go ahead. You know, then I stop crying. जो भी गलत हुआ रहें दो इस हुआ because I have been lazy. मैंने अच्छे से काम नहीं किया. I could not give my hundred percent, so it's गलत हुआ. is agli bar better and that's how it has happened no like see 
me being an IT engineer, then lost my job, did content writing, digital marketing, and everything. And today I'm traveling. It's my full-time job. I mm. never thought that one day I would be able to, but I have been doing it now. And I believe in that what Steve Jobs had said. You know, you just have to create dots in your life so that, you know, someday you would be able to connect those dots and form a line. And that's exactly how I feel in my life also. So my B.Tech degree has definitely given me the te technical knowledge. And uh, because of that, I can understand the technicalities of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Then I did my MBA. It gave me a knowledge about marketing the product, you know, start, starting a business and then content writing. And then since I always wanted to be in the digital space and just, just imagine me coming back to India and getting a job in the production house out of nowhere. Yeah. Never thought that. So it was all like, you know, it kept on happening. It was like a dots I had. And I also do like any opportunity I get in my life, I give my 100% to it. It makes sense. Or if it does not make sense, I will think about it later. But I will give my 100%. Uh, and the last question that uh, yes. how can our audience connect with you? So I, you can connect with me anywhere on YouTube, Instagram, email, Desi Girl Traveler. I repeat it, Desi Girl is one word and then Traveler. So you can look for me on Instagram, it's Desi Girl Traveler. On YouTube also, Desi Girl Traveler. Or you can write to me on my email, DesiGirlTraveler at gmail.com. All the details are basically there in my Instagram and YouTube channel. So that's how you can find me. Uh, okay, so this is the end. And thank you so much, Priyanka, for coming on the show and taking out time for this. Thank you so much. It feels really nice to be able to share my struggle stories or whatsoever. And, you know, if I'm able to touch even one person's heart through this podcast and if I'm able to bring change, even small change to even one person in their life, it would be a big thing. So this was Priyanka's life journey so far and I hope you enjoyed it and this inspired you. Thank you so much for giving your precious time to this podcast. If this episode was inspiring and insightful, please do drop a comment on my Instagram and YouTube at the rate my boho voyage. Please do subscribe and give a 5-star rating and hopefully write a review for Inspiring Explorers. Also, please don't forget to connect with me on Instagram and YouTube. Drop me a hi or send me a comment so that I know we are in this journey together. This is Manakshi Srivastava, your host for Inspiring Explorers, saying goodbye. See you next week with an amazing, inspiring interview. Till then, take care.